The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon. This is the Rudy uh, Giuliani Show. And welcome, America. And those of you from around the world who get us on WABCRadio.com. And we're ready with a, with a show, I think, of quite some consequence. I'm sorry that I was unable to be on yesterday, but of course my partner and good, good friend, Ray, Ray, Ray Kelly's, well, come on. Ray Kelly was my classmate at Manhattan College a year ahead of me. Greg Kelly, his wonderful son, who's like, uh, I mean, Ray and I are like blessed. I have Andrew and he has Greg and wow. Can't be better blessed than that. And they're both on ABC. Wow. Well, in any event, Greg, of course, did a great job. Uh, I don't think I've ever disagreed with that guy. I probably have one or two times, but I probably disagree with myself more. But in any event, today, today, I'm all upset, as I always am, whenever I get back to focusing on anything. I woke up this morning. I felt a million times better after, after the doctor and the treatments and everything else. And I woke up. First thing, first thing I see is all these, I mean, I pay attention to it a little bit, but so much going on, all these revivals going on at our campuses all over the country because they want God back. They want God back. You know, they want God back as honest history. Before you even get to whether you believe in God or not, I'd go argue with the biggest atheist historian with 50,000 PhDs and beat the living daylights out of them on the fact that God and Jesus haven't been the most significant beings in the history of the world. Now, suppose you don't believe they created the world. They're still the most significant figures in the history of the world because nobody's ever spent more time Nobody's ever spent more thinking. Nobody's ever spent more writing than trying to figure out what the heck is all, what's it all about, Alfie? Kind of a silly little song, but that takes you right down to the mundane, right? I don't care if you were the first or second or third person on earth or you're the one zillionth now. There comes a time in which you say, what's it all about? How can I be here? What happens after? What happened before? How did it all start? And, I, and these are enormously important, complex uh, 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 things that God built into the human mind, which is why you have a mind unlike animals. And to desecrate it with ignoring it, I don't know. I don't know the punishment for that, or I don't know what the ultimate, and I'm not into punishments. I used to be when I was a prosecutor. What, I, what I'm into is uh, what's going on. And I have Dr. Maria with me who's been covering this while I've been feeling too well about these, uh, about these revivals that our good friend Tucker Carlson has had a lot to do with. So, uh, um, uh, Dr. Maria? Hi, how are you, Mayor? I'm feeling, as you know, Your because... Your a little rough, but <clears throat> Breathing is better. We all need to breathe to survive. Oh, no kidding. And yet she watches. She makes sure she counts them. <laughs> um, so these revivals have fascinated me a lot. So I grew up, you know, I was a 60s baby, and I remember the hippies in the late 60s and the late 70s. And I went to 
Catholic school and on my bus, I would do a peace sign to them. And um, so I always kind of liked the hippies that would go in the woods and pray. You know, some, maybe they were smoking dope, too. I don't know about that. I was too young. But I have started watching this show called The Chosen, which I'm so fascinated with. Mucho. And I am, I am uh, transfixed with it. It is so well made about the life of Jesus. And also at the same time, there's a movie in the theaters, which I have not seen yet, called The Jesus Revolution, that first weekend, $30 million. First weekend. And then I learned about Ashbury College. For two weeks straight, they had a revival. Like, it wouldn't stop. More and more people were coming outside the college. Like, people were just coming into this town, going to this college campus, that the college had to had to shut it down. But then it popped up in Alabama, and then in Mississippi, and then in Boston, and then on the streets of New York, and then in Africa, and then in Israel. It's like... Su- and what defined for us... Because people get confused. This protest could be for Jesus, against Jesus, for it's God. Not, they don't consider what, it a protest. What? What? Tell me what it is in in a way that everybody can connect it to. Okay, if they don't consider it a protest at all, a revival. And anybody can call in and correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not um, that schooled on this. But my understanding is that it's a get together where you pray, where you pray and you praise God, and I love it because it's happening within the young people. Rudy and I, on our show on Sundays and on the Rudy Giuliani show, he talks about our godless society now and how the Marxists and communists influence want to get rid of God and want to get rid of uh, man and woman marriage and, and do all these things to undermine our values in our country and what our the Constitution was founded on. So... I always say, and I don't know why I believe this, but I said the young people are going to save us. They're going to save our country. And seeing all these young people come together hand in hand, there's nothing about race. There's nothing about anybody's color of skin. Anybody is welcome as long as you have a good heart to praise God. And if somebody's sick, they pray over that person. Um, It is one of the most beautiful things since i seen happen since the 70s. So do we know who's organizing it? It's Some of them are, are, are written about as spontaneous. Somebody will just start singing a hymn, and then somebody else uh, gathers around, and then all of a sudden there's a little crowd. And others on some of the college campus, it, you know, they put out a little flyer, hey, if you want to get together for prayer, show up here. And then... What so it's a little bit organized and a little bit spontaneous. Correct. Correct. I did see a little, uh, they called it an evangelist get-together on the streets of New York City, and it was really just a little band on the side of the road, or the sidewalk, and they just started singing really beautiful religious songs, and then just people started to gather. And when we think of New York City, right, there's a movie coming out called Gotham, like the fall of um, New York City and how godless it is, and it's all about crime and all about dividing people and calling names. And um, so it, it's just a remarkable thing to, to watch happen. I don't have TikTok. I do have Facebook. So on Reels, R-E-E-L-S, I was just scrolling. 
in one right after another on different college universities in subways after the movie. This is a really neat one. After a, f- a showing of the movie. The name of the movie, again, because I get confused. I watch, I don't say like, uh, what, what do you call that, when you binge watch? I don't watch it binge because I don't have the time to do it, but I, I watch it, I would call it semi-binge. And um, so I am absolutely overwhelmed by Chosen. I think it is, and, and and let me watch it a second time so I can calm down a little, but I think it may be the greatest movie ever done about Jesus that really conveys what I learned in the minor seminary. I, 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 I go back to, I go back, and uh, uh, my good friend Monsignor Placa will relate to this, I go back to when we used to go to, um, when we used to go to these very, very serious retreats at the, at the, at the monastery of, uh, of the Benedictine Order. And this this guy who plays Jesus, he's like one of those monks. I mean, he really got it. He's got the whole meaning of Christianity boiled down to that nice, simple way in which it was described, and therefore it became the religion, religion that dominated the world. The acting is phenomenal. Uh, I guess for TV series, whether they're streaming or not, that's under the Emmy world, world, it should get an Emmy. I have not seen The Jesus Revolution in the movie theater. I will. And that is the movie. Same actor, I'm told, who plays Jesus in The Chosen. And he sounds the same in both. Yeah. It sounds like Jesus of 2,000 years ago. And Jesus... <laughs> Of 2,000 years later. <laughs> yeah. So I guess after a few showings of Jesus Revolution, people, some people stayed in the audience and they just started praying and singing. And they just stayed until the movie theater asked them to leave. Gotta be scary to the atheists and the communists. Do you know how much money the communists have invested in wiping God out? So... Please let me uh, do the job that Jimmy would do if he calls in today. I'll put him on anyway, even if he calls in. But in any event, here's what he would tell you. He would tell you that there are four or five main main things that communists have to get out of the way before they can take you over. They've been writing about this since 1850. They've been doing it since 1870. They've been successful, unsuccessful. It always leads to millions and millions of deaths. But I'm I'm not going to have the order exactly perfected. I'm not sure they ever did. They had to take out the major pillars that hold you to your society, that hold you to your degree of morality, that hold you to your respect for your country, that hold you to your respect for your parents. Now, a lot of that has to do with religion, right? So what does religion say? Honor thy father and mother. What did Jesus say? Do for Caesar what's due for Caesar, and for God what's due for God. Jesus saw no, no uh, conflict between being loyal to your government, being a nationalist, and being loyal to God, as long as they didn't ask you to commit crimes or sins. So what they have to do to take you over and to take you away from the United States of America or take you away from Italy or take you away from Ukraine or take you away from UK or take you away from France. They've got to get you to hate your background. Marx writes about this. Darn it, will you read it? Rudy's not making it up. And how do they do that? They rewrite your history. They they find every 
wrong thing about anybody who led you, and they emphasized that as if as if that was the whole person. I mean, all of Thomas Jefferson was the fact that he had an affair with Sally Hemings, and uh, wasn't as fair with his black. Uh, slaves as he should have been. On the other hand, also about Thomas Jefferson, from the time he was 16 years old, if you read his writings, he was guilty about slavery. He could never, he could never, he could never resolve it with his thinking about equality. And he built that into our conscience. I don't think we would have had. uh, He actually built it into the Declaration of Independence. And he had thinking. to take it away, otherwise they, we wouldn't have got South Carolina to vote for the ratification 100%, 100%. of the Declaration. Hundred percent. He built in a. He built in what I call, and he actually describes in a different way, the poison pill. He knew this was going to explode. He even writes, "I wonder if I'd want to be around when this, when this hypocrisy finally explodes." So what I'm saying is, this was not a man. This man understood. The evil of slavery. He understood the possibly exaggerated, but still a lot of people thought necessity for it. And he was working on getting rid of it. Meanwhile, there are plenty of people working on expanding it. Otherwise known as the Democratic Party of the United States of America. So what the hell are you going after Jefferson for? Go after your fellow Democrats. But you're a bunch of phonies. Yeah. It's just I'm loving watching this. Now, I know um, you're a serious man. I'm a serious woman, professional, 30 years in healthcare, executive in very large, competitive, stressful hospitals, rural hospital where you don't have any money, practice in emergency medicine, whole life being very serious, you too. And we often talk about we want to be funny. Well, it's hard when we have so much news, but I want to say one joke and hopefully, oh, hopefully I can get away get with it because I'm get not Tom a comedic person. And I didn't come up with this. I did see this somewhere else. But anyways, it was a really kind of neat flag of Ohio flag intertwined with the Ukraine flag in that East Palestine wants to secede from the United States enjoying Ukraine no. so they can get no. assistance. That's what? the joke. They want, they so they can to... get assistance. Oh, my God. Because they can't get anybody to... <laughs> I know. I'm not a good joke person. No, no, no. That I want to be joke. a good joke you, person. No, you I want to be like Lucille Ball, you know, with the you grapes. Took me, and... <laughs> you took me in on that one completely. <laughs> well, we're going to be back right after this short break, right? This is about the time for the break. We're getting carried away here. We'll be back with a short break. We got a lot to discuss, and we, we also want to talk. We want to talk about uh, Tucker Carlson, and we also want to talk about what's going what's going on in Atlanta, with, in Atlanta, where they're attacking the police from all over the world. Okay, Rudy Giuliani, former mayor Rudy Giuliani, on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani Show, and welcome, America. I think we got off to a. Really, really good start and trying to get you focused on, you know, I don't know if you know what the rationale of my show is. I think you do. That's why you're here. But I, I wish you'd tell me if you think it's the right one. The rationale of my show is to try to dig out for you every day the stuff that either is not going to be covered or they're going to bury or they're going to lie about uh, so that we have a well-informed American electorate so that the next time when they vote in 2024, under like 2020, unlike 2020, they know all the facts. Now, everybody knows how involved I was in representing Senator uh, Senator Trump, Donald Trump, 
on the election theft and steal the election, whatever. I'm going to put that aside for a moment. I'm going to tell you that if there was no theft of the election in terms of counting votes fraudulently, they sure defrauded you out of the information that you needed to make a proper choice for president. And they spent millions, if not hundreds of millions of that. Whether the other one was a fallback, that's for another day. But we can't let that first part, as well as that second part, happen again. So that's why we're here. That's why many other people are here. I think I know who they are, who they are, and I'm going to make a list of them. I'm going to do it carefully with Dr. Ryan, maybe with the help of a few other people, sort of on the outside, like Steve Bannon or whatever. I want to make sure I get everybody right who you can trust that aren't in a, in a, in a tough crunch like some of those Fox people going to back off on you and stab you in the back because they want to keep their jobs. I got it. I got it. I got it. But we got a country at stake now, and, and, and you may have saved your job, but you may have ruined it for everybody else. <sighs> okay, so that's where we are right now. Dr. Where I want to remind everybody about the number to call in, 1-800-848-9222. That's one 800 848 Let's go to Atlanta, Rudy. Yeah, let's get a little bit on Atlanta. Uh, uh, Atlanta has been building for some time uh, rather nonpartisan here, I think, even after they had dumped the police. They got over with. You know, they did the dump the police. They stupidly got the all-star game taken away from them by a woke uh, MLB commissioner. And then they decided to build this cop center, which everybody agrees with. Now you're going to see the attacks that have been made on this from all over the world. We'll be back shortly after the break with that and plenty more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with you with the Rudy Giuliani Show, and thank you for joining us all over America, and as I've just noticed, all over the world. And, uh, you know, there's so much deterioration taking on in this country. And there is so much that we have to tell you that nobody else tells you. That I honestly feel this like an increasing burden to be able to get it out to you as much as possible. So um, maybe, uh, Doctor? Yes? Shall, shall we go to uh, our exceptional friend, a great American and a, and, and a great uh, Zionist? It would be a pleasure to meet him someday, Joel Oh, my goodness, we've Israel. not met Joel, but... Um, he and Jim, you know, Jim is on quite a bit, too, and I, I have such respect for them. Joel, please. 
With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. Hi, Joel. Are you there? Oh, he just dropped out. Oh, my goodness. I hope he didn't drop into the Dead Sea or something. We won't get him for two weeks. He would float, right, in the Dead Sea? He would float, but then he couldn't (laughs) hear. Remember when I... Well, never mind. You don't want to hear that story. It took me about two days to get all the salt out. (laughs) All right. Can I tell it? Oh, Oh, there he is. No, no, no. Joel, how you doing, babes? Wow, that was quick. Um... May the Lord bless both of you. Wow, what an opening. And thanks to Greg Kelly for doing such a superb biography last night. Uh, oh, he really thank you. sang your praises. Uh, you're good to the bone. Not so, you know, it's not bad to the bone. It's good to the bone. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, in regard to this revival. Yes. Yeah, you know, please. Tell us what you know. This is. Well, it's prophesized, and one of the most beautiful, inspiring things is when these um, young people are singing together, because throughout the Judeo-Christian history, including, you know, in the ancient times, they were always singing the Bible, the prophets, all of these were sung. And uh, in terms of this term conspire, they've, they've given it a negative connotation, but really the conspiring means to breathe together, as Dr. Maria was mentioning earlier about the importance of, you know, when, when people are breathing, when they're, when they're together, when they're saying the truth. And because now of the lies that you and Dr. Maria uncovered, uh, by the way, uh, I mean, the lies you and Maria uncovered, people are breathing together again. Oh, and uh, by the way, um, Mary, Mary Poppins is here. Nina Jankovic is here. She keeps asking me, what's a quid pro quo? And she keeps muttering, if they don't fire the prosecutor, they won't get the billion. And I'm trying to console her. Wait, so can you comment, what's a quid pro quo? And by the way, please, everyone, Google Victor Shoka and Hunter Biden and see. Yeah, they the should. They up. should. You know, you got to go back to the basics, Joel. It all goes back to the basics. It really does. And you know what disgusts me? I know that audience there. Those are all Ivy League law school graduated lawyers. They were taught what a quid pro quo was. And, and Biden was describing it as if it was in there. First year criminal law course, and no one called. And him none of them reacted that. to it. Yeah. He just laid out a straight bribe. The first time I heard it, my tongue dropped. But there are such and, and phonies. He was, he was such using it in a braggart way. They for taking yeah. a bribe. Yeah, he was saying it in a braggart way. And I told him, if they don't fire the prosecutor, they're not getting the money. And he was like, you know, like a peacock, you know, putting out his chest, like. Well, I'm the man. Here's a man who has a lot to do with have, having exposed that in his own personal <laughs> damage, really. But we're going to get that all straightened out, Joel, and thank you. You're a blessing. You're, you're you're, you really are a blessing. Sure. What else we have? Well, tell me, uh, wait, let's talk about Atlanta and what is happening. Is there a new complex? Is well, I don't know. What, I, I've been, I, I tried. Atlanta police 
named 23 <laughs> domestic terrorism s- suspects. Okay. When I read this originally, uh, they kind of downplayed the story as they would in left-wing Atlanta where they covered things up. They called the riot coordinated in a criminal well, attack. No, no, no. This was after a lot of criticism. Okay. you got to right. know what was happening locally. There. Yeah, I don't know the Lo- story. Locally, they were trying to cover it up. And then they got hit by their own press who said, hey, wait a second. These people are not even from Atlanta. we got only two people from Atlanta here. What the hell is going on? we got people coming from Europe here. <gasps> What's what, going on? What's the premise? Is it this like is a-, a organized group that had to be funded to come there. Now, what's going on? Atlanta and the state of Georgia are building a state-of-the-art training facility, okay, for police and fire. Okay, that's what that's what I thought. Now, I've built these. It's not even built. It's a construction site I've right built now. these in New York. We have a great one in New York. I've built them all over the world. I've probably built, I'm not going to, I'm trying not to exaggerate, probably about six of these, okay? All over the world in places a lot more dangerous than Atlanta. In places where they threaten to take my head off if I build it. And I built it, built it in Kharkiv. No Kharkiv? Okay. So I know what's going on here. But, but are 23 of the people that showed up are terrorist suspects? Or did they name them terrorist suspects? Don't know for sure. It's a bit, I'm going to tell you the truth about this, and uh, not that I've been in the security business the way I had been in the 10 prior years, but up until about three years ago when Trump retained me, I had to drop out. Um, so I'd be guessing a little bit. I'm worried about this group. This seems like a new kind of group that's been put together that's transnational, that... Um, involves a number of different disciplines and that its purpose is to reduce our capacity, our ability to protect ourselves. Uh, remember, remember, if you're sitting where China is sitting, your biggest, your biggest problem with the United States for the intelligent Chinese and the intelligent Russians is what it's always been. We're so damn far away. It's very hard to attack us without our being warned of it. So you have got to spend an awful lot of time trying to infiltrate us. Well, now, I hope more information comes out about this. This is kind of scary when people come from other countries into our country and cause um, property damage. People could have been hurt. We're lucky that nobody was killed. Well, they they regard us, um, for better or worse, and, you know, some of these programs that we can talk about are beautiful programs and beautifully um uh, conceived with great motivations, most of them, some of them aren't. Some of them are just straight out and out cons. Fortunately, most of them, even the ones with the great motivations, turn out to be cons. Yeah, the only suspects with Georgia addresses are Thomas Jurgens and Jack Beeman. The others were from Louisiana, Indiana, Colorado, Utah, Virginia, North Carolina, Connecticut, Florida, Maine, Tennessee. Yeah, well, this yeah. is a big. I gotta find right where to say this. This is a big spigot. Spigot. It's a big spigot for money, so they all gravitate toward, toward it. If you think they care about our country one bit, you're making a very big mistake. These are the people who kneel down during the national anthem. These are the people who burn flags. 
These are the people who tell you America is all racist, which is totally That's nuts. not true. It's totally nuts. I don't care who you are. You are a flawed, stupid, ignorant, poorly educated uh, student if you think America was all racist. So what you are then is a product of a manipulation that's trying to take our country down. And uh, this is what this is who they are. And this is the first time I've seen them get involved in stopping a facility for which you should have no objection. This is a facility to improve the ability of firefighters and police officers to respond as first responders. Now, why is that important? And I know this is mayor of New York City because I got this down to the minimum we had ever gotten it down to, and I was maniacal about it. The less time you take to get on top of the, one of these things, the more people you save. Let's make something simple. The burning of a building. The faster the fire department can get to a burning building, the faster and the better chance it's going to have to save lives. The longer it takes, then unless God is intervening in a very strong way, yeah, the, more risk, the chances yeah. of success are. Yeah. So you need to take a sip of water there. <laughs> I will. So you go ahead, doctor. <laughs> well, Nikki Haley recently said that any candidate or anybody in public office, 75 or above, should have a mental competency test. Listen to cut two on Jill Biden's response. Nikki Haley, one of the Republican candidates, is calling for mental competency tests for those politicians over the age of 75. What do you think about that? Ridiculous. Would your husband ever take one of those? I mean, we haven't even discussed. We would never even discuss something like that. Why would it be ridiculous? That's the Uh, thing. Mine would be easily. How old am I? Especially... Well, you're my doctor. How old am I? You're 78 years old. Okay. And you're of mental, sound mind. Okay. Here's what I would do. I'd say, Nikki, how about you and me? We sit down together. I want to see if I can outscore you. Most tests I've ever taken, I've outscored people. I've lost a few by one most. How about you and me? Mono, a woman. There is some misinformation that people think because you get older, you're going to have Alzheimer's or you're going to forget more. This kind of illness does not, it, it, just because we see it in older people. I know. Doesn't mean older people are automatically going to get it. He's ruining it for older people. This son of a, is ruining it for older people. When you look at Fetterman, he is Fetterman under the age of 75, people. and he's mentally incompetent for his job, unfortunately because of a medical condition, but it still makes him medically incompetent for his job. But not all old people are like that. That's right. They're enormously valuable. That's why J- Jewish society, Chinese, ancient society before the Cultural Revolution. They honored their elderly. What? They honored they're elderly. They had elderly as the head of the family to pass on information, to go to the council. It's kind of this phenomenon in America. I think people should be discarded when they're older. I'm not sure we all do. I mean, we also see that a lot of people who are in their 70s and 80s now can do things that people in their 50s and 60s can do. Absolutely. I mean, the world has changed. But here's what's never changed. Unless you do succumb tragically to one of these illnesses of dementia 
or Alzheimer's are all connected together, like Biden severely. Age brings wisdom. And even if someone is not 100% with it cognitively, their wisdom from experience is going to be worth it. My father taught me a lesson, and I don't know, all, you're probably going to hear me say this so often, you're going to say your father must have been a genius. Maybe he was. <laughs> My father used to say, always seek the advice of elderly people who've been through it. Yeah, life experience is He precious. said no one yeah. understands it better, and no one is as affected by the most popular currents that are probably the reason you're in the problem in the first place. It's probably some jackass applying some new theory that is creating the problem. So go back to people who are either compass menace or mostly compass menace. Meaning, yeah, they forget things, they forget this, they forget that. But you get them back on their program for reducing virus. And boy, they know that program better than somebody today. I've had the privilege in my roles as an executive in hospitals that I had multi-generational people to lead. And um, it started after the kind of the computers came into play that we saw the biggest, I don't want to say disconnect, but the biggest differences in the generations. And we had to hold a lot of classes. The younger people got frustrated with the older people who were just learning how to use the keyboard. So we did a lot of education about the different generations. But it was to bring information and to bring people together. Every generation has something to offer, and it's about using those talents. Yeah, I mean, you know. So when Nikki Haley says she wants a cognitive test for uh, for Biden, I want a cognitive test for Biden too. She said for anybody over seventy. Yeah, I wouldn't mind trying. I wouldn't mind trying one on Mayor Buddha Buddha. Well, you know, Diane Feinstein, a woman that I've been concerned about for her own mental health. Well, I first came to light when she had a Chinese spy for twenty years as well, her driver. We, we had dinner with her before that, and I just was concerned. And you liked her a lot at the dinner. Yeah. But she's, there's just something off with her. There's committees that she's, she's got been dementia. Yeah, there's committees that she's been taken off that she keeps showing up for, and people are really polite. But is she truly representing oh, the people of California? We know we have a person who did this, so I know exactly what she's going through. I, you know, I, I look at them sometimes, and I, I say to them because we used to say this back in the neighborhood. You really think you're fooling me, you jackasses? I've been through a lot more than you've ever been through. I've been through a lot more tough things you've ever been through. And nobody's ever probably threatened to kill you as much as they threatened to kill me. It makes you pretty damn relevant. Don't, if I, Diane Feinstein hasn't known where the hell she was for 10 years. You just get her there. You make a vote. You tell her what to vote. You tell her what to do. Because you're a bunch of crooks. You don't give, you haven't, you stop giving a damn for this party when you elected that crook Clinton. It deteriorated from the top. There's only one way we're going to change it. We got to fix it from the top. We got to get rid of you. Not only that, we got to get rid of your name. You're telling me they're going to go after Columbus again for this Columbus Day? Are you kidding me? You want to change Columbus's name? You don't even know what he did. It was like a hundred years ago. Well, and, and plus, people think he discovered what we're calling America now. He discovered Americas. He had not 
really discovered the United well, States wrong? of America. He did nothing wrong. He was but, tough like, on the people that were tough on him. Yeah. He, I mean, he was the first one, though, to tell Europeans there's a different world out there. He definitely was a very brave human being. When the, they thought the world was flat, he was convinced it was round and there's more lands out there. He landed in the Americas and he collaboratively worked with the Native Americans there. And he knew there were further lands, meaning us, <laughs> United States. Of course, we were in the his, United States. And if we list his... Sins they but were. But someone else got there first, and another Italian. So his sins were, he was too mean to the indigenous people, because they were pretty mean to him too. But we didn't see that. There were people in his party that may have done. You know, I don't. I can't. But defend tell me it. why. There, tell but. me why. Why is such a big deal on taking down Columbus's statue when honestly we know so little about it? Because he's Italian. He's our one hero. <laughs> I mean, God damn it! Then I can't, excuse me. Ooh, Gee yes. damn it! Gee damn it! They're not going to get away with it. Not when they have a bigger problem. You want to talk to me about doing Columbus, baby? This Columbus Day, you get rid of Democrat Party. Because if Columbus did anything wrong, I'm not sure I know what they are. You want me to tell you what the Democratic Party did? It what wrong? It brought us slavery. You want to know what else they did? They fought for it for 80 years. You know what else they did? They cost the lives of about five or 600 young men who were against slavery by killing them. You know what else they did? They carried on Jim Crow for another century, and they lynched more people than anybody, including lynching Italian-Americans. And now i got a personal grievance against them. And you want to be called Democrat Party? And you're telling me, if I mention Jefferson, I'm, I'm, I'm evoking slavery? much and you're not doing it when you say this is the convention of the slavery party of america screw you stop being hypocrites get rid of the name of that party maybe i can have a little respect for you even after you know slavery was outlawed and it went away oh we got the democrat party continued to you know but bolster this but i know you're coming back with your final word thanks for having me the on mayor will be back with his final word in just a few minutes and they will be profound. Rudy Giuliani. Former Mayor Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Thank you very much. This is uh, former Mayor Rudy Giuliani. And uh, these are the mayor's final thoughts brought to you by an organization without peer, which is the uh, Tunnels and Towers Fund. Tunnels and Towers takes care of those members of our uniformed services who lose their lives in the line of duty or lose the ability to use their limbs to have an independent and fulfilled life. And they try to help with both in the most caring way possible. For those who have lost their lives, they're there right away with a check to pay off the mortgage. And for those who need a home that can give them maximum independence, they'll do everything they can to build a smart home for them. Give them $11 a month, please. Of all the things that we talked about on this show, of all the things we talk about all year, you do that one single thing, my God, I love you, okay? I, I do. Do it. Just do it. Just do it. I'm going to finish up quickly because I left, didn't leave enough time for these. And I'll, I'll, I'll get into this uh, in my podcast and maybe in some of my other final words. But the president's speech on Saturday was uh, to those of you who, uh, who know where we are right now. It, it, right now, it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. He stood up 
He stood up to all of the things that the Biden administration is doing on behalf of international communism to destroy us. I don't have time to, to, to parse words with you, but these people have become communist conspirators in what they've done. He's going to rebuild our military. Right now, we are the second largest Navy in the world. That's a disgrace, Biden. It's a disgrace. It means you're a traitor. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.